0: John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. It's a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. It's summertime. It is the summertime. Um, I was having issues with the ukulele, and it was giving feedback, so um, I don't know. It's the, it's the ghost. We have a ghost that makes noise in appliances and stuff sometimes, I think. He's acting up. So no ukulele right now. Maybe the end of the show, I'll put it on, but I don't know. I'm going to just script my audio. We're going to talk. About fights, we're gonna talk about some fights. Okay, we're gonna talk about UFC 275, which is really good. I I enjoyed the show. There's some good fights on the card. We'll cover those. And I caught um, a bare knuckle event, but it was the English bare knuckles. It wasn't. It wasn't the bare knuckles fighting championship. It was the bare knuckle boxing. So they have a little bit of different rule sets. So at the end of the show, when we're done talking the UFC, we'll talk about that because it's interesting um, that they both operate without, you know, gloves, bare knuckle fighting, but the rule set is a little bit different. So we we'll get your opinions on on which style is better, which rule set is better, <clears throat> and then I found I found some. Uh, information on what the actual criteria are for fighting and judging fights. So we'll cover that a little bit. We'll go over that. Um, It was 2017, I think, where the new unified updated rules, and this is what's supposed to be. Everybody's supposed to learn how to judge based on these. I have some issues. I have some issues. (laughs) We'll see what you guys think of them, too, because I don't think enough people talk about the rules. And that's a big problem when you're talking about judging, you know, because if judging criteria are confusing and not good. You're going to have a lot of people seeing fights ruled differently. But let's get into the meat. UFC 275. How much of the fights did you guys watch? Did you catch the early prelims? I did catch um, Juarez KO, she starched Ling uh, Nah, pretty bad in the early early prelims. Um, Brendan Allen looked good in his decision over Malkoon. Malkoon's not bad either, maybe he's a tough guy. it would be interesting to see them move forward. But they both seem kind of undersized from middleweight. Just my two cents. Um... I missed the Garcia fight. Oh, no, I didn't. I did not. That was just a quick one. (laughs) Uh, Mejeshate. Mehashate. That dude's a stud. He's a monster. And uh, that was a vicious KO. And Steve Garcia, um, I've seen him fight before. He's he's tough. Usually hits pretty hard and... uh, he just got yeah. Mehishate hits like a truck. Maheshate, is that right? I'm saying it right? I hope I'm not messing up. Hits like a truck, that dude. Um, but yeah, I caught that fight. Uh Kula Bao had a great um performance. Come after Sungwoo. That was a fun little fight. I enjoyed. Card delivered. It it was pretty good. It was good throughout. I think my missing fights there. Oh yeah, I didn't open the thing. Not too much. King had the decision over Rana. Was it Dana? 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 <laughs> but no, there's there's decent undercard fights. Those are good undercard fights on the uh, preliminary card. Those were all those were all solid that was a solid um, preliminary card I will say all those fights were were good and they left me wanting to watch the winner fight again the best best kind of fights that's what you need to do in the other cards guys leave the audience wanting more um, della Madala. Elena Medellina, Della Medellina. I'm the worst with pronunciation at night, I'm guessing. Um, had a nice little KO. Andrea Fialo uh, could not weather the storm with Jake Matthews. That was just a tough, that was a tough fight. Uh, Jake Matthews is a stud. They're saying that he is normally known for his grappling abilities. But Jake Matthews looked pretty damn unstoppable. <laughs> he looked like a machine. He was very fast. His defense was tight. Um, solid performance, absolutely solid. And Andres, no joke. I'd be interested in seeing what Jake Matthews has in store next. That was like, man, Fallow. that was a lot of fights in a short period of time. We'll see if he bounces back quick. And then I don't know if you guys felt goodness about the main events. It's kind of, you know, co-main events. It's three main events that night because uh, the way Lee and Joanna fight. First fight a lot of people um, loved was epic. Anytime. Somebody looks like the guy from uh, Goonies <laughs> with, her, with your forehead and your face afterwards uh, is usually signs of a good fight. But yeah, that was uh, not quite what we got the second time around. Wayley is just too much. Just a monster. Just a muscle shark. She reminded me of Sean Shirk back in the day, with the actual ability to throw a stand up. (laughs) Uh, And she caught Joanna in um, a scramble, basically, you know. She was able to turn and throw that spinning back fist when they were in almost uh, a clinch position. They got in tight. She was able to turn and uh, make the shoulders turn enough to land that form with a lot of power. It's really excellent technique, good timing. But Joanna was out. And you wonder a lot of times, you know, she was retiring. It was like she had prepared a speech in in her mind, she'd already thought about it. It's kind of not what you want going into the fight. You know, you don't want to have your exit planned. It's not good. So you already have an easy out. You're already ready to go. You've already imagined it. Uh man. Chevronchenko and Santos. People mad here. People are mad with this. Valentina thinking they uh she lost. <clears throat> I honestly had I had Santos uh win into. Seemed like she was just controlling more of the fight, but that could not be what. You're supposed to score off of right we'll cover that we'll we'll go over that because i think that's where a lot of people aren't understanding why they think valentina would win that fight over santos and uh santos was performing well especially before she got her face caved in with the incidental head headbutt like the heads clashed i saw news today that she was getting surgery to get a the orbital and stuff fixed though it's not a it's not a small injury she had her face caved in <laughs> and still was able to you know fight through the rest of the fight it's tough it's tough it's a tough being a tough human being oh and then let's get to the main event it's uh it's kind of sad but it was great it was an absolute great main event. I I don't know if I've made, I don't know if I've enjoyed a main event quite like this in a while. This was good. Back and forth. weren't sure who was going to win, who was going to come out on top. You had good action on the feet with the stand up. Good action with the wrestling. Good action on the ground. Changing positions. It's awesome, man. Just a gritty old old timey fight. the old timer (laughs) glover man so close he's like 30 seconds away from defending the title being in the bigger money fights if i only take one more time man poor guy hopefully they they run it back i'd watch it again i'd watch those two guys watch uh fight again for the belt why not um he can win and then retire glover can win and retire (laughs) Why not Oh man But it was a good fight Um, Back and forth A lot of the fight And that scramble right at the end Glover Got tired It looked like Paused for half a second Had his head out And Jerry caught the neck Once again I've said it a million times That's the way you catch submissions nowadays In fights In MMA you can't necessarily uh, beat them to a position, pin them, and then and then go for the submission. You gotta you gotta look for submissions during the transition, and that's what was happening there. Is they were transitioning from a position to another, and Jury was able to sneak that choke in under the throat, put him away. Didn't have to have the have the hooks in. Didn't have to have the legs in. It's like a ninja choke status. If you do all the work to get the hooks in, sometimes they just shell up and defend. And in that situation, short time in a fight, you know, Glover would have won that fight. If Jerry didn't attack that neck right away, there's no way. There's no way he would have. There's no way he would have opened them up, put the hooks in, and then started chasing for that choke and finished. It wouldn't happen. Would not happen. What are you guys doing in the chat over here? Uh, Colin, what's up, buddy? Did you already talk about the fact that if Glover kept striking instead of jumping guard for the guillotine? He may have won. There was a lot of things that if Glover could have maintained better control of or done better, he would have won that fight. You know, Jerry is just a young, young guy. He's a berserker, man. He's not a samurai. He's a berserker. He wants to be this samurai character. But he is, he's not. <laughs> he's more of a Viking berserker. He comes in crazy, doing uh, crazy stuff in order to, to catch you. But Glover did a pretty good job of avoiding getting hit with, with too much. He was diving in a lot for legs on the shots instead of uh, working his way to a clench and pushing him into the fence. Could have saved himself getting hit a little bit. But, yeah. um, It can be a major mistake to hurt somebody with punches, okay? If you hurt somebody with punches and then take them down or grab on, start grappling with them, you attempt to choke, you attempt to submission after they've, gotten wobbled you've already got them ready to go there's no reason for you to slow everything down and stop it and and risk you know going for the submission you know it's a a judgment thing though because sometimes you hurt the guy and then that comes up and the submission becomes easy maybe he thought that was the easy way out maybe he thought it was done it's a hard judgment call but a lot of times the correct answer is if you got them hurt with punches, create space and keep hitting them. Just pick at them, keep picking at them, because they're they're off balance. Their movements aren't going to be good, and uh, it's going to be more obvious to the judges, more obvious to the referee, that that person is on uh, you know on soft legs, so to speak. Rather than if you grab them and you're you're fighting them in a wrestling match or you're in their guard, you know. Hope that answered Jake Colin. So Andy Lee is saying that the Weasel did a strike by strike breakdown of the Shvenko Zantos fight and ruled it a Shvenko three to two. Interesting. Is he using the unified rules to judge that? Let's go. I think that's the next thing we'll do is look at the unified rules. Yep. Even with 13 years, he looked good. Didn't look too bad. <clears throat> looked like he slowed a little bit at the end when he was getting hit a few times. But he did look like a stud, man. And, yeah, jury, Jury's young. Berserker comes at you hard, fast. But he's not—he's not clean. He's loose. He's got a lot of, a lot of holes. A lot of things people can manipulate and take advantage of, for sure. Hundred percent. I don't know if he's gonna be, know if he's gonna be champ for very long. I think Glover gets a rematch. Glover could beat him. And there's a lot of other guys that I think could do well against Jury. Has John fought Jury? I feel like that fight would have happened maybe. Oh. Sorry guys. It's a piece of fruit in my tooth. Hmm. Interesting. Jerry Jamal Hill would be great or Magomedov and Kalov, or Paul Craig. I think any of them could be Jury. That's the thing, uh, Colin. Colin's asking that question there. I think a lot of people could be Jury. I'm not saying he's he's a bad fighter, but I I don't know if he's got super tight game. He hasn't fought a lot in the UFC, so it's hard for us to really judge where he's at. And um, you know, young fights loose, takes a lot of risks. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how that pans out. We'll see if he's able to turn that into a long stretch as champion or if he's just fly by night. He might have to get beat once or twice here and then come back the long road to stay for a long time. Yeah, okay, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for that. Uh, he's saying that the Weasel used damage only counting strikes by hard Medium or low impact. Okay, so that is my that's my problem with this. I guess we can look at it. We can bring it up if we need to. Um, how do you know what's hard, what's medium, what's low? Who's the judge? Can anybody on the street? walking by be able to differentiate because that's my, that's my thinking is that when you write criteria and the scoring criteria, it should be written for a child. If, if uh, you can't give it to a kid, like a board game and read it to that kid and have him understand the rules and and play them correctly a hundred percent of the time, there's a mistake in your criteria. Okay? So when you start talking damage, that's a problem because it isn't that subjective? How do you measure the damage? What is the damage meter? Is there a way to calculate damage? How, how do you know? If there is a if there is a, a standardized way of doing it, now, if you're, you're standing up, you're throwing punches, throwing strikes, and you hit a person and their legs buckle, that to me, that's an indicator of damage done. That's clear damage done because you, you changed their body body's functioning with something you did, right? And it's not a knockdown, because knockdown, that's a way to score damage. We all, we all can see that's cut and dry. Oh, there's a knockdown. He was knocked down. We, we should score that as extra damage. It's reasonable, I think. But if there's no clear-cut criteria on how to score the damage, I, I have a hard time with it. Does that make sense? Am I out of line saying that? It seems... Because some people, is it really about damage or is it about excitement? Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Is it really about damage? How many people would score the spinning 360 kick that lands to a person in the head versus, you know, just the hard straight jab? even though, you know, the hard straight jab may land harder and hurt and do more damage in the fight. I don't know. I don't know. Fud land super sticker. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. Uh, but, yeah, we'll do this. We'll do this. I'm going to show you guys the unified rules, okay? I'll go over some unified rules because this might clear it up for us a little bit. I'm going to share this screen. Here it is. And I guess they adopted these. <coughs> excuse me. I got a cough. Sorry, I had a cough. But these are the unified rules. I saw these. Uh, scoring on a 10 plus skin point must. Um, this was 2017. They adopted these, I guess. Um, but yeah, they prioritize criteria for scoring fights: effective striking, grappling. Now, effective to me could also be a misleading word because if you gotta, you gotta define what is effective. What's effective? What do you mean by effective? Um, okay, legal blows that have immediate or cumulative impact with the potential to contribute towards the end of the match With the immediate weighing in more heavily than the cumulative impact Okay, so the uh the bigger heavier Uh thing that's going to finish the fight Scores more points over the thing that happens a lot that doesn't finish the fight Okay, like uh a bunch of body shots on the ground versus one head kick that drops somebody. That that makes sense. Or um, a bunch of jabs they get blocked versus a suplex. Right? I think that that makes sense. The ones that are doing the bigger thing towards a finish score. Uh, successful execution of takedowns, submission attempts, reversals, and achievements of advantageous positions that produce immediate or cumulative impact with the potential to contribute to the end of the match with the immediate weighing more heavily than the cumulative impact. It shall be noted that a successful takedown is not nearly a changing of position, but the establishment of an attack from the use of the takedown. Top and bottom position fighters are assessed more on the impactful, effective result of their actions, more so than their position. This creation will be the deciding factor in majority of decisions when scoring a round. The next two criteria must be treated as backup and used only when effective striking and grappling is 100% equal for the round. Okay, effective aggressiveness. Effective aggressiveness. And they use aggressive in the description of effective aggressiveness, aggressively making attempts to finish the fight. So it makes sense. They want to weigh and score things heavier and give things that are trying to finish the fight, trying to get the opponent out of there more credit, more credence. Um, that makes sense, but I, I still think there needs to be clear criteria around what those things are because its still it still gives a lot of um, opinion, a lot of opinion and, I, and I'm a, I'm a firm, Believer that the criteria should be written in a sense where you should you should be able to take somebody who's not a fan of the sport, someone who's never watched it before, somebody off the street, give them a criteria to read, take them to a fight, and then they can judge that fight correctly. They should judge that fight correctly 100 of the time. Okay, I've got I've got some games. I got Candyland. Okay, hey, Candyland. I got Mario Kart Monopoly. They got rules in there. My little kids, they know the rules. Because they read the rules and know how to play the game. Every time. They know how. Every time. They might try to cheat. They might try to bend a rule or pretend something isn't a rule when no one's looking. But they know the rules. Because they're written down in a clear way for Operation. For how to win. What happens when you lose. It's all in there. Okay. Why can't we have more clear criteria? It's a little bit better of a step. I think. Because it does put pressure on finishing the fight. Getting away and finishing the fight. But that also... Doesn't answer the problem with, say, like the Venom Page fight, the last Venom Page fight in Storley. One guy is trying to take the guy down to get control and do damage, and the other guy is trying to fight up to his feet. Neither one of those guys is trying to finish the fight, so to speak, but they both are, right? Because Page is trying to stand up to finish the fight, to get away, and then... Starley's trying to finish the fight by taking him down and beating him up and finishing him on the ground. So it doesn't solve that problem. They're still both trying to finish the fight. Does that, does that make sense? Hey, does that make sense. And <clears throat> all of their extra words they're still not accomplishing what needs to happen. They're not. And I think I think the um Closest we have to get that done is right now in MMA is maybe game bread fights because they're bare knuckle, (laughs) right? If they allowed soccer kicks and he's the head on the ground, that would would be the one. That would be where I put all my attention. (laughs) Do they? I don't know, man. I I haven't paid enough attention to it to see if uh, they are doing that, but that's what I'm thinking. Less rules, less words. More action. Sink or swim. Throw them out there. Make them fight. I don't know. Flat pay. Bonus for finishing. I don't know, man. I think I'm on to it. What are you guys saying in the chat, huh? <clears throat> Land saying, uh, I remember McDonald kicked you, and you said it didn't hurt, but the announcers thought it was a big deal. Yes, hundred percent. Just it looks like it's doing something, so it doesn't really mean like it's damaged. It's just that's what they're saying. It's exciting. That's excitement. He kicked me, so that's really exciting. So they want to score for what they consider exciting. Doesn't necessarily have to be finishing the fight. That's all about, um, what do you call it? Optics, you know? So if you're doing like a f- forward flip roll kick, that looks really crazy. that does no damage. doesn't hurt anybody, but you, you do it and it lands like, ah, oh, big points. That's, it's like pushing us towards pro wrestling shit, man. It really is. <laughs> that's what I, I think is happening. Uh, escapes, no, I don't It's just too much, like why points? Floodland saying escapes should get points I think uh, Whoever, somebody Jerry slipped out of Bad positions, well that's your reward You slip out of a bad position you, you use that To do damage, you're in a good position Now, this doesn't mean You get points, no, I don't Escaping from bottom maybe but but still like it's not supposed to be it's not amateur. It's not supposed to be that that ladled with that riddled with ladled. That riddled with, with the rules. You know, it's a fight. Fight to win, fight to the end, fight to somebody can't continue. Okay. We don't need extra point rules. Just take away the restraints so it's easier to finish. Soccer cakes. and He's there on the ground. Remove the gloves. Remove the gloves. <clears throat> remove them gloves, man. So let's slide into. We're talking about removing the gloves. Okay. We're gonna raw dog it. We're gonna remove the gloves. Raw dog it. Let's talk about some bare knuckle. He's ready to talk about some bare knuckle. All right, man. So, there was the uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships this weekend, and I like uh, BKFC. I like it. I like the show. It's a good time. I enjoy watching them. But I missed this one again. I missed them last time. I missed this one, so I thought I had it, but I didn't have it, and then... I didn't watch it, and I watched UFC instead, so I missed this. <clears throat> but I did catch a different one. I'm going to run through the uh, results here. This first. This backwards. Put these in weird orders. Oh, that's right. They're all five-round fights, five two-minute rounds. In the That's part of the rule difference between the two. Um, Tim Hester was a winner. Tyler Samus, Brett Williams. There's a lot of KOs. A lot of KOs and finishes in bare knuckle. It's different, man. It, it, it hurts when you get hit. Um, Yeah. But anyways, Alan Belcher did win. He got the KO round one. And in the BKFC you're allowed to hold and hit when you when you're fighting. Um, it is the it's not boxing rules. So you can hold the guy and hit him as you are fighting. You can also there the rounds are two minutes, they're five rounds, and they're two minute rounds. And so that's different than BKB. I went to I got up, and I, I was looking for stuff that's on. And there was a the bare-knuckle bare boxing in England. Um, had some fights, and they were entertaining. There were some good fights going on. Uh, I enjoy the bare-knuckle product. It's raw. The guys fight hard. You get a lot of finishes. Um, you know, you get guys who... Maybe shouldn't be in there, but they get exposed really quick because, you know, bare uncle hurts. <laughs> bad uncle hurts, and you get those guys who maybe thought it would be an easy payday or they would be good at it or they thought they'd be good at it. They get they get removed quick. They get removed quick. <laughs> they get beat up fast. You can see. You can see they're just like, nope, it's not what I thought it was. Alan Belcher is looking monstrous. He's a big, he's put on some weight. Uh, Bryce, asking if I go to any of the fights or just watch them on TV. I haven't been to the UFC in a while. It's been a while. Last time I was at the UFC, I was, uh, oh no, I guess I had some sponsors. Ogrove flew us out. And we went to fights that were in like North Carolina, I think, North or South Carolina? I can't remember. One of them. It was recent, last couple of years. That was the last time I've been to one rather than, you know, a decade ago <laughs> coaching people. I went to the went two UFCs as a coach, as a cornerman, after I was released in like 2013. So, yep. Yep. It sucks to not get into it. I need to, now the kids are summertime. I want to find some time to make them go with me to the gym and grapple. They can sit and wait and sweat while I'm working out. I mean, holding the position of uh, body triangle, soy Boy, is saying, uh, can we all agree that body triangles should be valued over rabbit punches while someone has your back? Uh, body triangle is definitely a, a dominant position, but this is another one of those things where the rule change doesn't really help, you know. Um, you have a body triangle on him because you're trying to finish the fight. It's a technique used to finish the fight. It's a technique to uh, attack the choke and finish. So in that grappler's point of view, he's he's doing a technique that's helping him finish the fight. It should be weighted and and scored heavily in the judge's eyes then, right? But a lot of people just see it as him stalling. (laughs) He's got a dominant position. He can't hurt the kid. He can't hurt the opponent. He can't hurt the guy. Hit him hard. He's not getting the choke. So he's got a dominant position. He's not finishing. He's not working to finish. So now that's that's bad. So that that guy with the dominant positions booed. How do we fix that? Okay, Uh, Getting getting that guy to realize he has to keep attacking and that that that, that isn't enough, that dominant position isn't enough to finish or, or to think, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I thought I had an answer but I don't. Do you guys have an answer? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's still the bi triangle. It's like, <clears throat> he's in mount, or he's got the back, he's got his armor on the neck, and then it's like, ah, but that move isn't finishing it, so... I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, you have but you have the back, you have the buy triangle, you can't finish. People call you boring. <laughs> How do we fix that position? How do we fix that position? I know it's definitely up to the guy in the bi-triangle. He has to let go of the idea that I got the bi-triangle, submission comes next. It's a transition. He needs a transition. If he doesn't hit that triangle, he doesn't he doesn't hit a submission quickly after securing that bi triangle. He's got to use a bi-triangle to get to a different dominant position, something where he can come up on top and be on top and do some work, throw some punches, throw some elbows, transition to different submission attempts. Yep. Colin, you are correct. Chris does a great job doing commentary for, uh, the Bare knuckle. I enjoy listening to him when he's doing his deal. Excellent work. <laughs> what are you saying? David Williams is saying uh we'll say that Judo had to change its rules a decade ago. They wanted Grandma to be able to watch and be able to see finishes and throws. I think the judges must have wrestling background because others won't understand those positions say more are you uh your kids wrestling yet My kid, i have the kids doing jujitsu right now um they've they've taken some wrestling i've shown them some wrestling but right now they take them aka and they're able to get Training, they got a good kid's program over there. So I enjoy taking them there. Uh, they were going over to Thompson's, Josh Thompson's gym too. But I think he's shutting down and relocating or something. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things that... Can be good too. Andy Lee is saying PFL has an interesting automated ML computer-based score system. Yeah. So that's the other thing is you you are you're, you're, you're scoring punches and kicks, and takedowns and escapes and whatever, but but you're still you still need the the criteria. What is the criteria? You need it written out. If they figured out a way to do it and have a machine do it perfectly every time, awesome, let's do it. (laughs) Let's have everybody adopt that, why not? Have open scoring and let them AI run the judges in every time, that sounds good. Mr. T is saying the rules will be tailored to what the audience wants to see and understand. This is why boxing sells and wrestling had to become pro wrestling to sell. that's the thing, though, is like other, other countries, they have plenty of wrestling stuff going on. I don't think that's true at all. I think promoters saw how much they could manipulate and take advantage of the pro wrestling stuff. That that's why that happened. Like promoters ruin a lot of things because they're always trying to pull strings and rig things. There's always gambling that's going on. It's the promoters, man. <laughs> it's always the promoters. Yeah. There's a smelly turd somewhere in the room. Check the promoters' pockets. Yeah. Andy Lee. He's asking me, would John Fitch want more judges? Oh, the dog's barking outside. Uh, uh, Haley's saying, would you, John Fitch, want more judges like they have in the Olympics? No. I want more finishes. I want, I want the, I want the refs removed more. I want less judging. I want knees, knees of the head on the ground, soccer kicks, no gloves. Open scoring would be good for round, maybe ten minute rounds. I think that would be good. That would be ideal. Honestly, just a thirty minute match. Don't don't let the ref interfere by like standing anybody up or moving anything. Just go thirty minutes is your time limit to finish. You get show money, and if you finish, you get your finished money. I think that I think that's better. I think we should go back to uh, one night tournaments for the young guys, for the up and comers. That helps them get experience and street cred quickly. Because people can see that new guy they've never heard of before, they'll see him fight three times in one night. That's going to make him epically more uh, popular than if they see him, you know, he wins three fights in a night. Like, people are going to remember that for a long time. If he wins three fights over nine months, that's pretty good too, but it's not as much buzz. As much buzz, as three fights in one night, man. Let's get after it, guys. Get to it. Yeah. You gotta you gotta look around your town. I don't know where you're at, Andy Lee. But yeah, adult wrestling can be hard to find. Because wrestling is hard in your body. It's hard. It's hard to do sometimes. And if you don't have good people to drill with. You can get banged up, poked in the eye, cow fart ear when you're old man. Yeah, you gotta get that sucker drained. Oh man! <clears throat> All right, guys. What um do we have coming up next week? Right, June 18th. Say so what's up? Qatar and Emmett. That's gonna be fun. Qatar and Emmett, you guys up uh for that one? You guys up for that one? I have a trip coming in a couple weeks. And I'm gonna be headed back to Midwest. So um think you suckers are in the Fort Wayne area looking for some uh, private lessons, small groups, seminar, hit me up. It's short notice, but we can we can put it together. I'll be in Richmond, I believe, on July second for a seminar. That'll be fun. I've been there once before. We're gonna smash, gonna smash a guard there. It'll be a jujitsu seminar, but it translates well to um, MMA. Yeah, no gi can use it can do very much oh yeah I saw this too Roxy Um, saying Joanna is retiring to start a family at 35 yeah Um, I don't know if she throws some eggs it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult it's gonna be hard if she's going to have her first baby at 35 it's not unheard of, but it is it does seem like a geriatric age from what I'm aware of. That is it's pretty it's pretty geriatric. It's a it's a it's a long time to be waiting to uh, have have kids. But that's what they that's what the generations of women have been told is that they can do that. I don't know. It's it's gonna be a hard one. All the luck in the world. She's won so many fights. She should probably be able to uh, afford some really good, um, in Euro type stuff. All the best technology. Good luck. Good luck. Oh, they got um, junior college, community college, sign up to wrestle. Uh, I think you might be able to find a club team that that's something you might want to look into there are aau teams around club teams that that's what you want to want to do uh, i'm sure there's websites that show what areas and what places you can find these things All right just do a little do a little research you'll find it i know i know they're there Andy Lee, what's up? Asking about Indianapolis. I don't know, man. I heard there's a lot of violence there right now. A lot of, a lot of violence trickling in because uh, there's a there's a highway that attaches that, that runs from Chicago all the way down into Indianapolis, and my, my friends have told me that uh, a lot of the cities on the on the exits of of that highway are rough, much rougher now. A lot of that crime and whatever is trickling out of Chicago and Coming down into Indianapolis. No bueno. Yeah, Danny Arnold. I've been up in the Seattle, Washington area before. Did a seminar in Portland. I smashed, we smashed a turtle up there. Not I'm not saying you're wrong, Danny. Waiting until twenty eight, twenty-nine. Yep. Yep, to have your first one. You're you're pushing it. You're pushing it. You're making things harder on yourself. That's that's definitely for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't uh Philadelphia's not not doing so hot. <sighs> yep. That's the thing, man. I don't I don't know about these big cities. Um I'm missing my simple life that I grew up with as a kid, and I'm seeing how much simpler things would be if I could be somewhere not in a big city, not not where I am. And uh, man, kid's gonna be here another 10 years, so I gotta survive before I can bug out. So, Yep. <laughs> that's what's happening. And it's man, it's a weird time. What are we going to do? You know. Um uh, uh is the housing market going to be okay? It could crash, but then again, um what's going to crash too? It's always going to be good to own a house. Right? It's always going to be good to own a place to live. I think that's a good thing. It's probably a good investment for Long term, I'd assume. Uh, who knows what the world is bringing us, guys? Who knows what the um, world's bringing us? We're just going to have to be ready for it. We're just going to have to be ready for it. That's all. Uh, <coughs> Red Bull Thorg calls it Filthy Delphia. One hundred one hundred Wayne Smith saying that uh he's got ten till he can go to, like, yeah, man, I think about it sometimes, like I had a nice pond when I was when I was a kid, <laughs> I mean I was from like fifth to fifth grade all the way through high school. We had had a nice little pond to hang out in. Play hockey in the wintertime on it. People had snowmobiles. Dirt bikes. Just had fun. A lot of just downtime. Go up to the lake, ride boats around. Man. Andy Lee saying, uh, what countries have you visited? I'm thinking of going to Latin America since I'm working on my Spanish a lot. It's not a bad... Uh, idea. I've been to uh, Brazil. Rio was amazing. I had a great time. If you uh, like Brazilian women and meat and fruit, it's a great place to go to. Uh, But um, yeah, I haven't spent much time in Mexico. I I, I went to Monterey and it was a cool place. I fought there. Juarez was a little scary because there was like a lot of drug cartel stuff going around. Um, with Tijuana to watch the fights, I didn't get to see much of the city, um, but it was, it was cool. But you can probably find a lot of stuff to get into, a lot of cool stuff. Colombia. Down south, I would think. I've been to um, Thailand. I've been to Vietnam. I've been to... Uh, Japan, a number of times. Um, I've been to Macau, Macau, China, right? Um, I went to Australia a couple times, mm, Canada, Guam, and then Germany for a little trip. USO trips, so I was only on like army bases the whole time. What else do we do? Like the Emirates, I stopped by the Emirates in the airport <laughs> because we were on our way to Thailand. That's about it. So I've been to some good places. London, I went to London. I've been, I've been around. I've seen, I've seen some things. Right, I, I'm. I think I'd be pretty happy with. Uh, some land, some water, some chickens. I think that would be pretty cool. A big barn with uh, a lot of workout stuff. I want, a, I want a big barn I can turn into a gym. Right? And train people, and they can come to the farm and train on the farm. <laughs> That's what we're doing. 10 years. So I just got to survive here. Okay. So if you guys are in the Bay Area, hit me up for some private lessons, some small groups, some seminars. We'll teach teach you some self-defense. We'll teach you this little game. Okay. We'll teach you some fitness. That's what I'm working on right now. We have – Fitch smash strength is, is coming. It's work. It's work in progress. I'm getting it done now. Um, everything's shot. <clears throat> I've written everything. Now it's going to be starting to the, make it look nice. Stage. Get that stuff going. Hopefully we'll have it soon. It'll be soon. It'll be before my trip. We'll have it out before my trip. I got to get started on, uh, <clears throat> finished writing the rest of the, the, uh, kettlebell routine. So I got a kettlebell program that I use for my beach muscle day lifts. And, uh, I'm putting that together for you guys too. And then when I get back from my trip, that's when I'm going to start filming my stuff for, um, Yeah, I guess I need to do the practical self defense. I did the intro to practical self defense. I need to do the practical self defense. And then I need to start doing um, Fitch Smash stuff. I need to start putting the Fitch Smash stuff together on video and get that going. Try to get my Amos program filmed and done before the end of the year. That's uh, ideally what I'm trying to get done. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. The ukulele was uh, not cooperating with me today. Just can't figure out how to get it not to uh, hum, and it's like I, I can't. I don't hear it. it. Doesn't bother me, but like you guys will, <laughs> you guys will hear a really loud hum. But whatever, man. All right, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. We have, um, oh, yeah, we have the uh, fight night next week. Emmett and Qatar. Saron, Lazan, okay. Tim Means, Kevin Holland, okay. Okay. Uh, Buckley, Durev. Okay, we got some fights. We got some fights. We got some fights next weekend. Nez and Kelly. McGee and Wells. Okay, all right, guys. We have John um, Wynn is fighting Phil Hawes. Okay, man, we got some good fights next weekend. Excellent, excellent. Um, Lazaar over Cowboy. Yes. I think that's probably correct. Oh, there's a PFL event. All right. I'll have to try to catch that too. I did manage to catch, uh, there was a cage warriors or something. And then a uh, combat, combat global, whatever was on. Also, I caught some of that. And LFA, I think it was LFA. So there's a lot, there's a lot of, Stuff to watch if you can find what it's on. But it's like everything is somewhere. <laughs> you gotta you gotta look hard for it. Um and then you gotta fight all the different paywalls. Pain the butt. Can we all just get one fight channel and everything on you know, one fight channel? Please. Can we just do that? But yeah. PFL. So, there'll be fights coming. Fights are coming. Alrighty, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you guys have a good week. Uh, Be sure to check the um, Learn to Fight video. It'll come out tomorrow morning. It's a good one. I'll check you later.